right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle Wow, guys, um, wow. quick disclaimer, yep. if we hear screaming okay. and crying, that's just me. Um, just Chris, just let it go. That's just me. Uh, also, it might be my nephew Aww. who's here today, and um, sometimes he'll start crying. And you know what? We're all let just going to have to live with that. Babies are such an underrepresented group that you could understand why they feel the need to be seen and they heard. They want to be heard. They've been hiding. They've been hiding. <sighs> For nine months, they're hiding, Jesse. It's not right. They're they're forced Forced. to be hidden in a sack of cells and fluids, like Rambo in the jungle. And then they're cast upon this world and expected to entertain the masses. And it's to entertain. They're 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 hooked up to a system before where it's like, oh, you can eat literally whenever you want. And now all of a sudden they're in a world where it's like, or whenever I want. And it's like, wait a second, we just lost our rights. And and how do I fight for them back? And imagine going from being weightless. Mm. You think you're weightless? Have you ever gone uh, like from a pool? That's why I love a pool. I feel like I love uh, a pool. I feel like I can, you know, I've always I feel like wanted I can to accomplish anything in a pool. And you can. In a pool, I'm like agile. When someone picks you up in a pool, you're just like, I'm sorry that I'm literally light and perfect. Like I apologize for <laughs> being the hottest person alive. Like I'm sorry that that is what you have to look at cuz it can't be easy. It really can't. But, you know, tomato tomato, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So what who cares? Oh, Jesse, how are you? You had a, a little date last night? You know what's great about me is I'm feeling free. How about that? Listen, you've been shackled for years. I myself was in a 9-month if that not, pussy I was in like has an... been has been <laughs> oh locked God. behind gated <gasps> doors like a community gated. in South Florida. You know, thank you. And it yes. is time and to say Boca Raton is back open for tourism. Hell yeah! So you know, your girl's making uh, some tourist, don't uh, you know, stops. I, I got to see the sights. Really, <laughs> that's what I got to do. I got to see the sights. I got to know what's happening. I'm prepping, as everybody knows. For my family beach trip. And Jesse, here's my question. Know, mm, what if you get laid on the family beach trip? I can't. I simply couldn't. And that maybe is something I need to figure out why it is. I think honestly, most of my shame from yeah. you know, sex and, and my that's body probably... and all that come from someone, you know, the where I was, you know, raised and and I think so that feels like that would be uh I would be that's I don't know how that. What if you were like, okay, I'm going to the store, but you're going to on a date, or if you were just like, I'm going on a date. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know how I'm doing that because, like, like you don't have to be like, hey guys, this is Randy. He's gonna come in my room, and <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hear the bunk beds knocking, and don't come 
And your sister's okay. new boyfriend is just horrified on the other side of the wall listening to the sound of the bunk beds rattle. Yeah. And the sounds of complete and utter bliss. Um, but <laughs> Hey guys, this is Randy and he's going to make me squeal like a pig. So I just wanted to let you know if you hear anything unusual, that's just me coming. <laughs> that's me happy so just ignore that i'm sure you I know won't you recognize heard that. the sound um a lot of you won't <laughs> sometimes i don't but yeah i don't i don't because delaware i just don't, i don't know how that's happening and you know i'm trying to be present in the moment with my family i don't know what's gonna happen chris if i'm being honest with you where are you going rehoboth rehoboth um my friend used to go there all the time it's beautiful i love um, it it's beautiful i'm gonna eat my weight in in every in seafood. it's by and seafood i love this coors ice cream that they have there which for some coors? reason i believe it's yeah it's called coors like beer well it's not the beer it's k oh i thought it was like beer flavored ice cream and i was like honestly that might be not that bad i'm sure it wouldn't be but also i don't think because people like be. coffee ice cream. That's true. That has a sweetness to it. So could a beer. Guess, are we doing this? Are we making a beer ice cream? <laughs> Wait, are we about to do this? What's the first flavor of our beer ice cream? Could we go with like a pumpkin ale? Oh my God, Jesse. That's genius. Yeah. Pumpkin genius. pumpkin ale with a cinnamon twist. Cinnamon is what I was going to say. You got to do a cinnamon twist. And then the holidays, it could be like um, <gasps> lager with mint or cranberry or something. Yes. A spiked eggnog, perhaps. <gasps> oh, my God. We could have a whole holiday collection. A hot toddy. Oh, my God. A hot toddy ice cream. And it tastes <gasps> has hints of whiskey and honey. Oh, my God. Wait. I didn't realize that we were a chocolate culinary. Stout. A chocolate stout. A chocolate stout. <laughs> I like that. A chocolate stout, honey. And we work behind the counter and we're trash the whole time. We're <laughs> fucked up. And they're like, oh my God, are we going to get this drunk from the ice cream? We're like, no, we're also drunk. No, we're also drunk. <laughs> we're drinking and we're, we're eating the ice cream to make sure it's not poisonous. That's my favorite dad joke I use literally all the time. <laughs> and everyone's always like, Jesse, but I'm like, I can't not make that joke, which is like <laughs> when you offer people food or you have food, but you take a bite first to be like, I'm just making sure it's not poisonous. Oh my God, that joke's so funny. Also, the joke that of my my friend will do this because she knows I think it's yeah. the funniest thing in the world. But like if there's a cake at a party, cutting yeah. a slice of cake and then taking the whole cake and leaving the slice. <laughs> and then being like, what? <laughs> I'm hungry. I love that joke. I also love, That's you know, joke. my favorite joke of all time is eating a chip at an inappropriate time. That is so funny. And it really is hilarious it's always funny you know what else i like to do i actually wrote something on this and then never did it but you know when you pour soda into something and then it's about to spill over so you have to be like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wanted to do a whole scene of that at a funeral where everyone's like saying really sad things and then being like <laughs> sorry diet coke got a little shake shaking in the car it really yeah it really is bubbly today that's fine i'm so sorry he said that to you as his last words and then the like you know <laughs> or yeah and she's like i just that is a very funny joke yeah i'll have to do that still um what was i gonna say i bet you'll get a bunch of thrifty stuff oh you know me have you been saving you up know I am. I have a little chunk of change that your girl's gonna devote to a fun tchotchkes, b fun accessories, 
and see cute summer clothes because I don't know what it is about me but every time it's summer and I'm like I have no summer clothes I don't exist in summer so it's like oh, we have nothing to wear oh and people are like oh I have to switch out my winter and summer clothes and I'm like yeah. do you not just roll up your sleeves when you get hot yeah right so it's like I'm trying to figure out if like how much of a wardrobe I need on this you know what I mean because summer is kind of stupid in the sense of, you know, in the winter, you can get away with like wearing a sweater and then like, you know, spraying it with vodka and not having to wash it every time. Yeah. It's like, but in the summer, it's like, I literally just look at a shirt and it's got to go to the laundry. Do you know that I had to throw out shirts at the <gasps> airport because what? I um, was at the capacity? Yeah. So my one oh. suitcase was 48 pounds. The limit's 50. Okay. The one was 48 and one was 55. And the one that was 48, he already had like weighed and like put the thing on. So I couldn't even like move it over. Um, And so it was over by, I think, like literally four pounds. And I was like, what's the charge? And he was like, a hundred dollars. <gasps> and I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, open it up, get some shit out. And I was like, okay. And I opened it up and I pulled out like three or four Walmart shirts. And then a sweater and I shoved the sweater in my bag and I threw out the Walmart shirts because they wouldn't fit. Oh, I, I think that's when you have to just wear them on top of each but other. But I also was like, okay, there's $7 Walmart shirts or a hundred dollar. Yeah. Oh my God. No, chuck them, get rid of them, give them to someone. And there was a couple them. that like, you know, when things have like little stains, Yeah. but they still work for like, undershirts yeah, I hear or you. like i hear oh yeah goodbye to those goodbye it was i tried to pull those but also there's a line of people because let me tell you something that los angeles international airport was like christmas eve it was pumping it was pumping damn you had to okay, like you know yeah. how you go upstairs for security yeah i do and know there's that like the line the line was all was downstairs oh no and like wrapped around and so you had to wait Ugh. downstairs and then it was just I hate that. I honestly airports are like they're a lot for me and I forgot about it. I was like, why do I get stressed at airports? And then literally I was in the line for security and this woman was like, Cell phones out, <laughs> laptops out, take your shoes off. And I was like, ah! I was like, this woman is screaming at me. I've never felt stupider in my life. And it's like I'm like, a... what do we do with our phones? And what about water? Like I was I started losing my mind and, and my friend was like, it's okay. But I'm like, this woman is screaming at me. I'm very afraid of authority. It's such a power move too, because it's like I know if I do anything wrong, they can be like, You're not flying. You're not flying today. Go into that room with those four men and what happens in there, no one will ever know. And I'm like but you. Uh... I'm like, I don't want to do that. Wait, I don't want to do that. I'll do it. What, what what where I'll put my shoes on my head if that's what you need. Like, what is it that it's you how need? the handmaid's tale starts? <gasps> also, remember they're at the airport and they're like, You're not going. And she's like, But um, we have to go. And they're like, She can go, you can't go. You're not on the oh. you're not his legal mother. And she's like, Wait, what? We're oh my god, I forgot that. And they're like, You have no rights here. Remember? Now I do. Um and that's how I feel every single time I'm at the airport. I'm like, somebody is literally going to be like when I was at the Excuse airport me, in Albany, like leaving, the, she was like, why are you so anxious? And I was like, have you been to an airport? And I was like, now I'm even more anxious. And I feel like I held on to that anxiety for the entire two months, knowing I had to go back to that airport. Um, Ugh, it's <laughs> too much. It's too much. It's like airport. I want to what I want to do. Because also, I will say, when there's a nice person at the airport, I'm always like, you're a beacon of hope and light. 
Yeah. And when I was there, there was a man named Don who was celebrating 25 years with the airline, which was really exciting for him. Now that's obviously. a man that's passionate about air travel. He was really passionate and he was very nice. And I had to get my bag checked and he helped me with that. But a lot of the other people at the airport, I am like, is this is this what hell is? And are, do you feel like you're in hell? Because the way you're talking to me. I feel like you hate me and I just came in and I'm going to Bora Bora. I'm in a great mood. I don't know why you're mad because you're not going <laughs> you know? to Bora Bora, but you're helping yes. people go to Bora Bora. Yeah. I wonder if part of the training is like, if I see you fucking crack a smile, surely onto the wing of the plane. Like, I don't know if that's part of Wait, it. Do you know that when I was standing at in line at LAX, this guy came and he was like, it's my first day. He was like trying to talk to the Aww. TSA people to get through. Yeah. And he's like, it's my, and they just kept like pointing to the end of the line. And he's like, no, I, I work here. Like it's my, it's my first day. And he's like, you have to go see that person. And he was like, she said to come over here. Oh my God. And he's yeah. like, what? No, you have to go see that person. He's like, and he had like a thick accent, the poor guy. And he oh was God. like, she said to come over here. And he's like, end of the line. <laughs> Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh my god, he works here now. <laughs> this is your coworker." Yeah, like you're gonna see him at lunch, dude. Relax. It's such a power trip because I think it's like I I went once was um or my friend was telling me about a guy. Have you ever heard Elise Morales' story about the airport? No. So she was at <laughs> she was flying like from somewhere and she had two okay. layovers and okay. she had a carry-on bag and it was her second layover and she had oh a carry-on bag and she was like getting on and the the flight attendant who was checking them in yeah was like a billy eichner-esque homosexual okay and he was like this isn't gonna fit on the, the plane and she was like oh um okay oh sorry like it was fine it on the other on two, two planes yeah planes. and he's like so you're saying that i don't know how to do my job and she was like oh my god what and he was like you're saying i don't know and she was like i'm i was just saying i was fine with the other i could too yeah but it's we can gate check it what and he's like apologize or you're not flying and Shut she was up. like what and then he went on the loudspeaker and was like no this woman with an attitude is gonna apologize to me or nobody is flying shut your face and elise said she was just like uh, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but that is the power trip that literally everyone at the airport is Isn't on. Isn't that crazy? It's, like, it's that literally was a like attendant. the the I don't know if they're you know the people that like are at the desk when you're getting yes, on the plane. Yes, I do know those people. It's literally Billy Eichner's character in New Girl that I just watched also. When he's like yeah. he's like your friends aren't getting on anywhere and she's like what if we gave you and he's like there's two more weeks and he just keeps adding every time she talks and then they end up going out for drinks together yeah and he's like you know what you're fun i'll let your friends fly for free (laughs) (laughs) they do have a lot of power i guess that's the thing but at the same time i say to you i think if you're that miserable at your job maybe we look at elsewhere maybe it's not the right fit you know there are so many options and if i come into my job that hostile the thing is can't be good can't be good i've worked in you know like when i worked at the liquor store there was people who had worked there for like 15 20 years since it opened okay are they jaded yeah very much but it's also then if they were ever to like get fired it's catastrophic but i think some people just like that is work is you work you hate it you complain and then that's it and then 
That's it. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, it's I have trouble. I get the yeah, it's like silent hate. I totally get. If anything, I encourage. It's more when the hate is so loud and so outward. I'm like, wait a sec. Yeah. And how is this legal? That's what's funny about airports. It's like all of a sudden it's it's different rules. You know what I mean? Where they're like, you can't kick me off the plane. I bought a flight. Actually, get off. <laughs> we can. You have no rights here. We could throw you in a carton and kill you and put you on the pl- and kill you. It's and guess like, what? I'll spit on your grave. I'll spit on your grave. Your and dog like, is I'm under so the sorry plane. I asked for pe- peanuts. <laughs> I'm so sorry about the peanuts. It's like the 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 peanuts. Yeah, the drinks. You They're like, wake the up. Plane. Do you have any garbage? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I was asleep on the plane, and literally, and it takes me forever to fall asleep on planes if yes. I do it all. Thank you, Xanax. And I was like, thank you, Xanax. Um, finally asleep, and then literally the flight attendant's like do you want something to drink <laughs> i know the and i like, opened my eyes and i was like too. oh sorry no i'm okay and she's like okay and i was like <laughs> it's like you're already in trouble and nothing's happened i was asleep as well and then the flight attendant was like put your seat up and i was like i didn't put my seat back and sh- and then she just kept going then i went back to sleep and she was like ma'am <laughs> put your seat up and then she like i was like i don't it'll like literally button. sometimes be like a half an inch from the person before <gasps> yeah and it was like a s- i i like she put it up it went up like literally two things i think my seat was like a little broken she was like thank you ma'am you- <laughs> and i was like the amount that you're saying ma'am is hurtful <laughs> the loudness of it and the fact you've now woken me up two times for half a centimeter, I'm mad at you. Uh, it's And to be a fat person on a plane, let me say, oh I my make myself God. as tiny as humanly. You've never seen a smaller person than me on a plane. <laughs> okay? I'm like <laughs> sucking things in that you didn't know could be sucked in. Uh, Absolutely. And I'm like, if that seatbelt isn't going to fit, oh, you better believe we're going to pretend it is. Because I'll just, I'll sit there uncomfortable for nine hours. I will say Absolutely. Delta is nice to fly. I like a nice Delta plane. Thank God for that. Are you aisle or are you window? I prefer aisle. Myself as well, because I'm always scared about the bathroom. Same. And see, the difference with me is I would have trouble waking somebody up. I, I would feel guilty. Waking people up is like, I think maybe because I shared a room for so long or something. I literally like, yeah. I can't wake people up. Like if someone's like, go in there and wake them up. I'm like, I would rather die. Yeah. It's like, but why would I literally take the joy? I'm going to, you want me to ruin that person a moment for some, because when someone wakes up, they look at you like, how could, why are you doing this di- to me? Why are you doing this to me? I did nothing to you. Especially if it's like a dumb, it's like, can I go to the bathroom? I'd, I'd kill the person. I feel terrible. So I always get the aisle because I'm too stressed out about it. But one time I was flying somewhere. I forget where. And I think I was the window seat. And there was a middle seat and then the aisle. It was a big flight somewhere. And I had to go to the bathroom. I had been holding it for like who knows how long. And I was like, I don't have a choice. So I said to the person in the middle, I was like, I'm so sorry. I have to go to the bathroom. They're like, that's totally fine. And then the person on the aisle, we couldn't wake up. They took so many. They took so many drugs. We were like, hello, literally. I mean, we were like, they're breathing. But so eventually I had to stand on my seat and like walk, like walk over, step over him. I got out and so did the person and back went to the bathroom and the person didn't wake up till we got to the place. You know, I did that once like 
um, I was sitting, it was just like a two seater. I was in the window and they were in the aisle mm-hmm. and it was like this girl and she was sleeping and I was like, I don't want to wake her up. I'll just climb over yeah. her without waking her up. Yeah. But she woke up mid climb and it was even worse than waking her up because I was just straddling her. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shh, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. And honestly, would be scary. I would be absolutely frightened. Uh, I think the worst people on the plane are people who are couples are flying together and then do the thing where it's like, oh, I'm we're both gonna get the aisle and we'll sit just across from each other and then we'll talk. Yes. Or I'm like, bitch, or they're like, we'll you, just ask you guys someone need to, to sit next to each other. Yeah, no. That's I get the seats next to each other, you freaks. I don't want you screaming across the aisle because guess what? I'm trying to sleep. Hell or, or heaven is like when you're flying with someone else and then it's just yeah. the two seats and it's just you and the yeah. person you know. Cause it's like yeah. it doesn't matter where you are. Right. Bathroom won't be that anxiety ridden. Exactly. And that's beautiful too. And I also think it's a beautiful thing when you're on a flight with someone and you're both like, I'm gonna listen to me. like I'm not we don't need to talk. Like, why would we yeah. ever catch up on a plane no I'm that's like, insane I'm, to do uh, and my like when i flew my friend um didn't have headphones no because they are the ones that like plug into the thing but she was like oh i'm planning on passing out the second we get on the flight um and that's what she did Smart. and i watched a nature documentary i watched wow. the movie 1917 um i never buy magazines except when i'm at the airport and i'm like it is a rule of mine that it's like I have to look I have to have a magazine when I fly I simply must I feel like seeing someone with a magazine on a plane feels nostalgic to me exactly I'm like that like I love the pictures I love the pages I love reading I love the whole thing of it I mean I'm reading literal trash I'm always like people you know something just stupid or like style but I find it so like calming i'm listening to music and i because on the flight to nashville somebody was drunk Mm. and it was the pilot okay (laughs) i have never been through such turbulence and it was hell i I was like are other people struggling like normally i'm literally like i can do roller coasters i can be upside down i have no issue i was like wait a sec i'm i feel so sick and i'm trying not to be like is this normal because that I, you never want to ask that on a plane is this good but also What's reading happening? on planes like reading and planes or cars i get sick well yeah normally i don't when it's like a smooth ride but that time i was like oh i guess we're closing our eyes and literally focusing on just the idea that our stomach is absolutely in neutral if i'm in the backseat of the car and i look at my phone i'll get sick sick oh wow you got a sensitive stomach i really any driver or like if it's it's traffic-y yes traffic-y it's when it's the stop and start some ubers i'll be like hi um i like i will vomit in the back of your car if you keep jerk like i can't i well i'm like there's nothing they can do you know it's traffic so i'm just like i'll just sit here and die yeah, I'm like, okay, open the window just in case I have to literally hurl myself out of it while I hurl. Um, and they seem to be receptive to that, um, which is nice. Did you? What see- do you get? What's your snack to eat on a plane? What's your like go to? Like if they have it, or I meant, do you buy food at the airport or not? Am I really, just- I buy wow. I buy water. 
Oh my God, what? I always have a big bottle of water. The trick is you bring an empty bottle of water, then you get through security and then you fill it up at a water fountain because they charge like $18 for water. I'm always like, you robbers, you rob me. Yeah, but I never think to like bring. I'm the person that's like in the security line chugging the bottle of water they have (laughs) and then like has to throw it out. Oh, uh, no, you don't have to throw it. Okay, got it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be. That's, I think that's the biggest hack. I, because I personally, the one thing that pisses me off to have to buy is water. I'm just like, God, this is robbery. Yeah. Um, But I get it. Yeah. 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 Wait, what was I going to say used, about planes? Oh. Uh, they're, you know what they gave me on the flight? Almonds. That's lovely. Do you like that or no? It was no? fine, but I was like, what if I, what if I had a nut allergy? Oh. <gasps> I'll tell you what, that's an airport for you. At schools, they're like, no nuts. And airplanes, they're like, it's going to be almonds. If you die, you die. You've agreed to ride on the plane, Margo. It's like, oh, my God. They didn't, like, even give us options. It was just almonds. And and that terrible biscotti. Why do planes always give you fucking biscotti? No, I don't. They must be so cheap. It's like stale bread. I don't even know what it is. A stale cracker that they must just buy in the cookie. A hard cookie that they're like, no one complains on a plane. They know we could make it worse. Yeah, literally. You're lucky to get a biscotti, you piece of (laughs) shit. It's like, okay, I guess I will eat it because all of a sudden I'm starving and feeling like I'm going to die. But I'm like, biscotti's meant to be dunked in coffee. And now I'm trying to swallow like Dry. You're just like, crunch, crunch. I have no liquid because they get, if you do get water on the plane, they're like, here's two sips and I won't be back for 45 minutes. No, it's like, I'm so thirsty. Can I have a cup of water? Yeah. And they give you a Dixie cup full of water that splashes half out when you hit turbulence. And then it's just like barely wetting your lips. You're literally like, I've got two sips the whole flight. And they're like, unfortunately, thank you so much. Even if they have a little bottle, they don't even give you the bottle, which is what I think is so funny because they're like, (laughs) you know, it's like a teeny little bottle of water and they just pour it in the cup so they can get two two (laughs) cups of water. And I'm like, listen, I know money is tight (laughs) but also this was a 300 400 500 600 sometimes like a whatever amount of money flight i'm like could i just have half the whole half of the water bottle please so i can put a a top on it it won't spill when we hit turbulence and also i might get five sips that would be incredible they're like you would if you were first class i hate those tiny water bottles i hate how do you feel about first class I wish I could do it. This is my thing about first class. I remember when first class was behind a curtain and it was like to the front of the plane. And so if you were a peasant, you just turned to the right and you went to the back of the plane. Maybe you had to walk by business. Now, all of a sudden, it's like this weird system where you have to walk. You have to make eye contact with everyone who's doing better than you financially. I also feel like it must be awkward for those people. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'd be so embarrassed. Like that are sitting there rich. (laughs) rich and just like i'm so sorry like my favorite is one i was on a big flight where the people in the front were like putting blankets on and getting pillows out and i literally turned my friend and go oh my god we get blankets and she's like that's that's first class i'm like oh i'll be using my jacket like 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 a servant can i borrow can i borrow a blanket especially because some of the people don't use it i'm like can i use your blanket they did give us blankets um on this flight that's nice but first class i've never i've never gotten to fly first class i haven't either but 
It sounds amazing. See, it sounds like they're way more giving with food. My dad used to be like, they give you warm cookies at some point. I'm like, what? I'm in it for the freaking cookies. How the hell do I get a And it's like a cookie? huge seat with a bigger TV screen. And you can like... Especially when you go... have You, you know, Real Housewives, when they travel far, like they have a fucking pod in the, in the plane. It's like a room practically. Well, that's the private plane. No, but I meant when they oh, were going. Oh, when they fly to like Hong yeah. Kong and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they have like full like lay down beds. Mm-hmm. Um, wait. A dream. <laughs> I can't imagine. Speaking of housewives, have you watched any of Beverly Hills? No, I haven't. Is it back already? It's I didn't back. Even know. There, are, uh, I think it's three episodes. But, um, wow. Kathy Hilton, who is Kyle's sister, other sister, yeah, who's married to like the owner of Hilton Hotels and her daughter's like Paris and Nikki. Um, okay, sure. Is I've, like I've heard a friend of... now. Oh, good for her. And she's I, yeah. so iconic. <laughs> it's is like, she? she just has no idea what's going on. She doesn't care about anything. She like very much. I'm like, Oh, this is me. If I got rich because Ugh. she, she brings like a, I looked it up. She's worth almost $400 million and she brings like Ugh. a box fan with them to travel because she's like, I can't sleep without the hum of the fan. <laughs> and they're in like a 18,000 square foot house in like Lake Tahoe. And she brings like a box fan from CVS into her room. And then is like, I, I can't get that. it to plug in. I don't know how to get it to plug in. <laughs> and Kyle's like, you just have to plug it in, Kathy. And she literally plugs it into all. She's like, it's plugged in. And Kathy's like, oh, I mean, I can't. Whatever. I couldn't see. And then Garcelle. <laughs> Garcelle, who, yeah. mind you, is a black woman, comes right. walking in to the house and Kathy is like, oh my God, hi, gives her a hug and the subject she's like, Oh, sorry, I thought um I thought that you were Kyle. <laughs> and they're all like, What? <laughs> she needs to get her glasses checked. It sounds like she really and, can't and see. And Kyle's like, Kathy, can you not see? And she's like, I can't yeah. I can't put in contacts. And she's like, <laughs> okay and she's like i just don't care enough <laughs> and she's like okay and then they're like laying in bed and you know how it'll show the time on the bottom of the yeah. screen screen kathy's like looking at her ipad and kyle's sleeping next to her and kathy's like drinking a red bull <laughs> and then oh kyle God. like leans up she's like kathy are you drinking a fucking <sighs> red bull and she's like what i thought it was just a a soft drink. <laughs> okay, this uh, we need to get this woman glasses or contacts or something. And, but the thing is, like, she can't see and she just does not care. Whatever. <laughs> she's, she's like, why? What's the problem? She's like, oh, oh am I, I drinking? And I'm like, your daughter literally like put Red Bull on the map. <laughs> How do you not on know what Red Bull is? That yeah, it must be nice to just be like, I only choose to retain and to care about things that I want because I can like get things done and if i make a massive mistake it's not a problem for me um is that what money is i guess that I is what, what money, money is. is there's also yeah. a new housewife named <gasps> crystal minkoff which how rich is that sound um so rich and she's number one the first asian beverly hills housewife um and she's married no to more. the director of the lion king the original lion king the director i'm so he like okay iconic i'm literally i would i would he did like uh, lion king uh, the Stuart little movies 
um no i need to meet him like beauty and the beast and something else oh my god he's like so and how i've always wondered because the director of a cartoon there's like so many people that you're instructing and kind of figuring stuff out it's really interesting yeah and i mean he has like all the original like lion king figurines that were <gasps> carved for the like Oh my god. I would love to pick his brain about the monkey. I would love to talk and she's like bragging about him a lot in the things and she's like I sure. don't brag about myself. I brag about my husband. And then the other girl, I think it's like Lisa Rinna is like, "You know what? Her husband's a fucking genius." So if you're going to brag I would brag about him too. She's like, "If I was married to the director of the original Lion King, I'd be bragging about him too." How could you not? It's like Hi, I just can't wait to be king. Right? I married that. Also, okay, because he turned that. She's only thirty-five. Um, oh God, I mean, how old is he? I don't. I think he's like twenty years older. Oh, actually, that's not bad. This man was young when he really got that career. He was twenty-seven. No way, that he can't be true. That can't be she true. She said he, <gasps> he was in his late twenties when he did Lion King. Listen, it's you don't never compare yourself based on other people's timelines. Because she but... said they met like right at the beginning of him doing Lion King. Okay, that's really beautiful. Oh, wait, wait no, a second. that can't then be right. She- I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> she was seven. Um, she was, I she think was like, she said I love she was- Simba. And he was like, reach out to me and like, oh, I don't know. I think, I think she said she was like 22 <laughs> when they met. Wow. I do. I think it makes me feel better for people when they meet before someone's like popped off. Yeah. Because then you're like a part of it together and there isn't that weird like art do you only like me because like I And he is like he's, he's like a handsome guy still. So I imagine okay, when they met, I could see he was even back. like hotter. Um Can you imagine when you have something like that like when do you drop in which date are you like um yeah have you heard of the Lion King? <laughs> Okay, so that's I would probably my actual work. I would be like, oh, I'm an... Because here's the thing. Also, I can't tell if that would when turn you're me like, off, oh, I'm though. a writer. If you're like, I'm a writer-actor, people are always like, okay, so what do you do for money? You know? And so then if the answer is like, oh, no, like, I wrote The Lion King. Yeah, that that's a really great answer to that. I'll say it. But I feel like when people say stuff like that, whenever I feel like someone's taking me down a path, that like a planned path i feel like on the first date i'd be like oh great this guy is so obsessed with himself um that's fair but honestly maybe maybe if i asked a certain question not like they brought it up or something i don't know um but the interesting thing so crystal's 35 but kyle's daughter is 32 and they're just like, oh my god isn't what? That, like that's what's happening with housewives now is they're like bringing in the next generation <gasps> and like integrating them and it's interesting because i'm be... like it's literally like crystal's 35 kyle's 50 something or like in new york ebony's 30 38 36 i think and ramona's 65 wow yeah i guess it also because kyle had children really young yeah i think her she was 19 yeah she was really young but I mean, that's kind of interesting. And obviously they want, uh, what's it called, where there's... Um, like drama. <laughs> yeah, drama. They so like the generational people, age gap, I think. Yeah. They love that. Yeah, because also these women are so sensitive about aging. They're just like, let's bring in someone young so they can just kill her. Yeah. 
Um, it, and it does work every time. It do- so. Well, it do- Crystal also seems like she knows that that's what's going to go down and she's not letting it happen. Good for her. But it's it's interesting. It's also interesting because Kathy Hilton's, like, Garcelle, I haven't watched the newest episode, but it shows Garcelle talking, like, shit about Paris Hilton. Because oh. she's also a co- uh, Garcelle's, like, on The Real, like, a talk show. Um, oh, cool. And she's like, every time Paris would come, it's just like, why are you even here? You're just looking at your phone. And I'm like, that's her mom. <laughs> Yeah, careful what you say, because my God, if someone ever insulted my mom or my children, I'd be like, excuse me, whore, I'll right? murder you. I would be like, do not talk about my child. And also, I think this came, like, was filming right before the Paris documentary came out. And I'm like, that's not going to oh, be a good look. Oh, it isn't. Did you see that? I didn't. The documentary. What? But I'm like very familiar. Oh my God, you got to see it. It's it really good. Me, it's going to make me sad. I'm not going to lie. It does hit some chords that I didn't know needed to be strong. And I also was but, never like a Paris um, hater. I always thought that there was other was. things at play. And I thought that I was, she was yeah. smart like a fox. And I was like, she's not. She's doing a character. Yeah, I think that I honestly... I think that a lot of, obviously you were grown were uh, you know, growing up were taught to hate many women, most women, especially a young woman who's like comfortable with her sexuality and says like that's hot. Yeah, and is like then we make her to be stupid yes. because that is you know easier for us to compute. But it's I never realized how much brainwashing is done, and I didn't realize how much she had been through and how. The character she was playing on Simple Life was so not the truth. Well, that's also Nicole Richie. Like, I've waited on Nicole Richie a bunch of times, and I'm like, she's yeah. like so nice and down to earth. And like, yeah, like I never ever, if she, if I didn't know who she was, I never would have so, yeah. thought of her as the person they portrayed her as in Simple Life and stuff. Totally. I mean, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's eye opening. I don't know how it couldn't be. I think that. We've got to watch stuff like that and think, um, you know, uh, reevaluate sort of all of the uh, things that that are ingrained or that we thought were true based on what people were telling us as, as opposed to like our own thoughts. Yeah, totally. Um, <sighs> crazy. Speaking of our own thoughts. Oh, my God. Should we have them? I think we should do a little improv. Let's freaking do it. Um, we need to have we need to have um, Hannah record. It's time for improv or something that's like make them ups. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need an intro is what I meant for this. I agree. Okay, just use that. <laughs> it's time for improv. Make them ups. Location. I like this one. It's a location, and they give the most bizarre one. Okay. Um, stars dressing room. Do you need um anything else? Uh, water or soda or um, I need some. Could you get me some General Souse chicken? I need sure. some General Souse chicken before I go on. I like to. I like to um to eat. <laughs> To eat. Yeah, to eat. I like to eat. Okay. And also please know that the only reason there's not food in here is because it was it was in your your um contract. Contract not to have food in here. So that's we can totally get you food. Chicken, 
general i mean there should be there should be no food in the whole building is what the contract says because i can't control myself (laughs) yeah so Uh, but are you hungry i've been hungry since 1976 okay well why don't you tell me how much you want me to bring in that way you don't have to worry about controlling yourself okay would that help yeah let's do um a bushel of General Tso's chicken. Uh, a bu- okay. If we want to do, what, two, three pounds of um, pork fried rice, maybe? No onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, extra okay. extra egg. Um, are you writing this down? I want four egg, egg rolls. Egg rolls, got it. You know, uh, if you want to stop at the Gristidis on the way back and get a um, Carvel cake. So I can And have them write on it, um, happy birthday. <laughs> <sighs> happy birthday. Is it... Is it- it's not my birthday, but um, oh, oh, oh. there's so, something I'm about sorry. eating cake that says happy birthday on it that makes me feel less guilty. It's like a celebration. That's true. It's more celebratory. Good for you. It's actually my birthday, if that helps. It, what? Why are you telling me that? Oh, I just thought... To feel guilty? No, no, no. I'm How happy. are you celebrating? I'm... I guess we're talking about you now. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I just um. How no, we, please. I the assistant wants to be the star. So tell me all about what we're doing on your birthday. Do you have a boyfriend? Um, no, hmm. and I didn't mean to. I just was trying to um. Like sometimes when I come up with a lie, it helps me to have the background information. So, you're so lying. I thought it, you're a liar. No, I'm saying you said it to put happy birthday on a cake i didn't want you to feel like it was a lie because it could forget it it doesn't matter (laughs) um general so and cake anything else from from scratch all of that um scratch all of that bring me an egg yolk i want an egg yolk blown through an eggshell do you know how to do that you need to pop a hole in the top pop a hole in the bottom you need to blow the egg out blow the I, egg? I want to see the shell and i want to see the egg how, what do i blow blow it oh my god you pop a hole in the top pop a hole you take pop it like a needle like yes pop. Oh, okay. needle the top needle the bottom blow and then what oh both sides mm-hmm. do i go through or i do one poke and then do you have one the poke? world's biggest needle i would assume one poke and one poke <laughs> Okay, sorry. One poke and one poke. And then what do I do? I turn it sideways? And then you blow it out. You go... (laughs) And all the egg yolk will come out of the tiny little hole. All of the yellow will come out? All the egg. Everything inside of the shell. Oh, why am I doing that if I could just crack the egg? Because we're going to put the shell back. Into what? Into the crate of eggs. To fool somebody? Yes. Oh, we're doing a prank. Yeah, we're doing a prank, a prank on me because then when I look in the fridge tomorrow, I'm like, still have 18 eggs, even though I ate them all. Oh, okay. I could also buy more eggs if, it, if we can't you wanted to that. not. We can't. I'm only making like twenty million dollars a year. Okay, I don't. I didn't want to bring this up, but it, it feels like it's just sort of presenting itself, um, because a lot of the uh, invoices I've sent you. I haven't received any of my mm. payments. Why, why are you changing the topic? I'm not. I was just I'm trying to saying, focus on my art and my show that I have. I okay. I have to I rehearse for my show that I have right now. Okay, got it. Maybe we could talk about it later just because Don't, um, talking about money is tacky. Uh okay. I just are you can you I won't talk about it if you pay me. Oh my God! Here we are with the payment again. This girl is like a, a broken clock, uh-huh. it's a broken record. Okay. 
<laughs> um, so I don't want to add insult to injury, but I'm noticing that you haven't gotten to into your costume yet and the zipper seems to be broken. I don't know if there was an incident or um you broke the zipper. Did you break the zipper? Uh I didn't. I guess that was why I was asking, but if if that's what we'd like to say, I'm happy to take the That hit. is what we will say. You broke the zipper in a fury. Got it. What do you want to wear though cuz I'm assuming you don't want to wear those sweats on Fallon. So should we uh. <laughs> I forgot it was live. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you yeah. know what? I'm going to wear the sweats and just shoot me from the waist up. I'll have to talk to the crew. I don't know I don't if that's... Want... I don't... Should... We, do you, Is there a backup costume or should we do costume. like a... Costume. I'm wearing my uniform. Okay. The uniform. I work at Target Monday through Friday. I came from work. I forgot that... Yeah. We're here because you're the undercover millionaire that works at Target that was giving people money Um, is the story we're going with. But you're also a pop star, right? I'm many hats. Same. I wear many hats, um, all of which are bankrupt. So. Okay. I, I do feel. I do. Like if you're in this for the money. It feels like not a good um professional move for me it might it might if you know no no of course i think i'm gonna call it and just start applying to jobs now Uh, if that's okay best of luck on fallon okay thanks for the egg hack thanks (laughs) wow um and scene wow that was emotional also you know that's a real egg trick i did not know that and that is why i truly was confused it works wait but i don't i i don't get why you do it to trick somebody um no it's to like dye an egg and keep it to dye an egg this is an easter thing or like uh it's to like if you want to keep the egg decorated i see this jew did not know that at all and was confused why it was a culinary thing yeah and that's because it's not it's not a culinary that thing. i know okay of. cool 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 that makes sense then and mazel to me i'll try it at some point um okay are you ready location i'm ready sleepover <gasps> becky yeah why what what why is your sleeping bag made of yarn? <laughs> Becky's sleeping bag is made of yarn. <laughs> my mom made it. Oh my God, so. that's so cool. <laughs> Thanks. Why are you laughing after you say cool? It's, I got mine at Field and Stream. So I just think it's funny that yours is different. <clears throat> yeah, it's nice because like you have the same one that almost everyone does and it's kind of generic, but mine's really unique and I could always find it, you know? Oh my God, why are you being so mean? No, I'm not. I'm just telling you. You just called me generic. I said your sleeping bag was generic, not you. You're obviously awesome. <laughs> I'm awesome and my sleeping bag is awesome too. Okay. <laughs> That's why I, I wrote, see where it says Coleman on it? That's the brand, but I wrote Olivia so people know that I like acting. It's Olivia Coleman. I named the sleeping bag after one of my favorite actresses. That's really smart. I'm going to be a, an actor. Of course. Okay. Oh my God, of course. Okay. So, whatever. Do you want to play Truth or Dare? I guess. Okay. Truth or Dare? Truth. I'm afraid you're going to dare me to kiss you, you lesbian. Oh, 
okay, I guess I'm just not afraid about like being labeled anything or exploring my sexuality, but I won't do that. Um, I was going to say that I, um, my question to you is, are you angry about something or just mean? Oh my God, that's so hurtful. No, it's not. I'm just trying to see if I can get to know you. I was angry earlier because you were making fun of my sleeping bag. But you made fun of mine first. Oh my God, that's because yours is made of yarn. See, you did it again. Okay. Are you you mad about something? What are you mad about? Can we not have a clean slate? Okay, let's start over. Let's have a clean slate. Truth or dare? Truth. I picked something that's not stupid. Oh, you want to go again? Yes. Okay. Um, Okay, do you want to (laughs) go? Okay. Okay. Um, truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to call oh, no. James and tell him that you have a big fat lesbian crush on him. But he's a... Why would that be a lesbian I don't want to know what you do behind closed doors. Okay, but I... All right. I mean, it's that's a confusing statement for him. Um, are you going to call him or not? Call him and leave a okay. voicemail. That's fine. Leave a voicemail. Hi, James. It's Becky. Um, I just wanted to say to you that I think that you are cute. You're a cutie patootie. And I have a big lesbian crush on you, which just means it's what? (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Oh, okay. Which just means that I just have a big crush on you. Okay. Bye. Oh, my God. I can't (laughs) believe you did that. Yeah, I know. That That's was like so crazy. crazy. I am insane sometimes at sleepovers. Oh I've had God. too many Shirley Temples. I know. That's so funny. I didn't think you would do it. And then you like took out your phone and I was like, she's not going to do it. And then you called yeah. and I was like, she's still not going to do it. And then you did it. <laughs> I did it. Oh my God. Truth or dare. That's so much cooler than Marsha ever was. Marsha, you're such a fucking dweeb. <laughs> Why are you being mean to Marsha? I'm not. I'm, you just. We hate Marsha. I don't. Yes, we do. What? What are you so mad about? My mom's divorcing. Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> and it's not your fault if that's what you're thinking. Then how come Mama Susan came in and said, this is your fault if you were wondering? Because she's hurt and she's using displaced anger, which unfortunately is what you're using. Well, it's also because I told my other, I told Mom and Nancy that mom Susan was um, cheating on her, but it wasn't true. I just wanted some attention and um, to watch the friends reunion because they weren't going to let me. And um, that's why I did that. And then uh, it's too deep in on the lie. They already filed. Okay. So Um, here's the good news. You're going to get through this and your parents are going to get through it. And you did nothing wrong. You sound just like a dumb therapist that I had to live with for two weeks in a padded room. You had to live with a therapist for two weeks in a padded room? Basically, I was in a padded room and they just kept coming to get me and it was like therapist, therapist, therapist. Oh my goodness. That sounds really traumatic. That's why you were gone from school? Yeah, I tried to burn down the gymnasium. Oh my goodness. Okay. In my defense, I thought I had gotten my period, but I hadn't. Okay. Um, Okay. You know what? We all go through things in different ways. What do you go through? Obviously. What have you been through? Um, I myself <laughs> uh, struggle with self-acceptance. And I can see why. I don't think you meant that. <laughs> I don't think you meant that. You're awfully mature. 
I know. My 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 other friends talk about how they think that you're um, secretly thirty and that you um, just pretend to be a kid. Yeah, and I was adopted from an orphanage, so people Ew, always say, uh, "What happens there?" Is that why you're gay? Why? Okay, first of all, you need to stop saying a sexual preference is a negative thing about a person. That's A. And B, I just told you my trauma and you're making fun of it. What? Why do you talk I like Dr. Phil? A, because in the orphanage, I only watch Dr. Phil. Who is that a TV show? I meant Dr. Phil, my therapist at the insane asylum. Oh, yeah. He, he has a TV show, this guy named Dr. Phil. He's actually an asshole. And I don't agree with a lot of the things he says because it's like tough love and kind of mean. But that's the spirit of the show. And that, you know, I still did learn a lot, especially about relationships. But um, yeah, the orphanage was my normal. So it was fine. Did you have friends? Yeah, I did. Who? Um, this girl, Cindy. Ugh. Who, ugh. That's my mom's friend's name. Oh, ugh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Do you want to practice kissing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's see it. <laughs> wow, I'm in a really, um, I'm in an interesting state. What do you mean? You seem very um, above level. it. <laughs> I'm level. I'm very level. You're very level today. I am very level today. It's very interesting. I mean, listen, that's good for you. It is good for me. You know, it's good for all of us, really. Are you ready for our last segment? Let's do the last segment. Let's do the last segment. It's time for Praise to the Praises. Okay, this one comes from SG Bar. I'm going to say Sarah. Oh, love. Okay. okay. Landmines and landfills. Week after week, this podcast has me almost choking on every beverage I am drinking while listening. Wow. Jesse and Chris have an ability to lift your spirits in a way you didn't know possible. Mm. Please never stop recording this podcast. I have followed you both since I heard you on the Taylor Strecker show, and I am obsessed in a non-creepy way with you both. If you want to escape from the world for an hour, this is the podcast for you. Oh, obsessed. Also, I forgot about this. It's it's June 3rd, and one of our listeners who I am also obsessed with zachary messaged me being like first of all next year we should do like a tour or a show on six two slash six three because it's six three yeah i do love that <laughs> and i think that's oh my so god today funny. is six three i didn't even realize that. i know so i'm like happy like what i would call middle children yeah happy six day. three guys happy happy six happy three June you guys 3rd. that's our that's middle children <gasps> day it really is. So we love that. And Sarah, you girl, you be obsessed. Make it unhealthy. I don't blame you. This is the time of your life. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're making fun of ourselves and each other. And you know what? It feels like home. You know what I mean? Sarah's the type of person who she, she says, let's go out tonight. I'll drive. I won't even drink. I'll drive. I'll be the DD. <gasps> she DD. She, oh she's my a God. good friend. You know, she's like, I'll she... DD. I'll help. I'll help Susie, 
get the throw up out of her hair and I'll make sure Destiny doesn't go home with the door guy like she usually does, you know? Sarah's like, Destiny, you don't want to be going home with another doorman. Enough is enough. Yeah, you don't want to date a doorman because it makes it hard to know when can you go in or out of the building without having maybe an awkward conversation. Precisely. And she's like, Destiny, I'm good at sussing out whether you actually want to have a fling tonight or if you're just sad. And it seems like (laughs) you're sad tonight. But maybe on Friday, maybe a Friday is a good hookup day. Friday could be a fun day. But you have to work in the morning and you have to show your boss your presentation. So let's make sure you get home at a good hour, okay? And we'll pass that doorman who's going to be eyeing you. Honey, you look hot. She's always telling people they look good and that, you know, she misses them. She's She just sends random texts that's like, miss you. And you're like, oh, that's, that's who you. she is. I know. And she's like, and she's the type that when you cancel plans with her, she's like, no problem. I get it. Oh my God, not a problem. Of course I get it. She also will remember when you have something important and be like, wishing you luck. You're going to nail that presentation. You're like, wow, wow. Sarah, thank you for listening. And she's so to busy me. with her own stuff. It's impressive. It's so impressive. It's just like she, people are important to her. Wow. Guys, Ugh. just like Sarah, you're like important Sarah. to us. And we love you yeah, deeply. And if you love us, write a review. Write a review, guys. Okay. Get in there. Some of you are not writing reviews. And my question is, why? Why? Okay. Write a five-star review. Yeah. And Yeah, make it five-star. Don't be if mean you wanna, about it. Even you can write a review and be like, talk about my friend uh (gasps) damien absolutely whatever you want to do okay uh we'll shout out damien you will shout out damien if you want uh to tell your embarrassing story please join stuck in the middle on facebook tell us your embarrassing story we would love to talk about it on air yeah what else okay if you want more go to the patreon patreon.com slash middle children but until next time live every day like you are the oldest we love you bye Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rood. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd.